of party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week I am joined once again by my good friend, Adira Slattery, for a playthrough of her new game, Tension, a queer cat and mouse romp for two players. Inspired by things like Hannibal and Killing Eve, Tension is a game about queer romance and murder, two things that are extremely fun to play out in games, and I loved playing this game. I loved creating this big, weird cast of characters and then probably killing off several of them. Uh, we're definitely going to revisit this world. We kind of built the world, played through a few scenes. Uh, this one was very, very fun, and I can't wait for you to listen to it. Tension is currently on Kickstarter. It is already funded. It will be running for a few more weeks, so go check the show notes for a link to the Kickstarter. Back it. Get your copy of the game. The layout is beautiful. All of the art that I've seen for it is beautiful. The game itself is so much fun. I think that you're really going to love it. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about Tension, as well as everything else that Adira's got going on. And real quick, before we dive in, a special thank you to Casey and D, our newest backers on Patreon. Thank you for supporting the show, as well as the games that I produce and all that other good stuff. Uh, Patreon backers, if you did not know, get early access to episodes. They get access to things like raw audio, in-progress games, weird sketches of projects that I'm working on. It's a pretty cool deal. You can find more information at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. Uh, this week, I am beyond excited to be sitting down once again with my good friend, Adira Slattery. Adira, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Uh, I am excited to I'm excited to have you back on the show. I am excited to give you your own your own uh, starring spot on the show. I know last yeah. time we were a little bit overshadowed. Yeah, because frankly, literally. like you know, literally and figuratively, we were our, our we were eclipsed by the moon. I mean, which is honestly an honor in its own right when you really yes, get down to true. it. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm excited. Guy. I'm excited to have you here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, before we dive in, why don't you take a moment to let our lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want the audience at home to know about? Yeah. Uh, hello there. My name is Adira Slattery. Uh, you can follow all my stuff on Twitter at Adira Slattery. Uh, and one of those stuff that you will be hearing about on Twitter is my upcoming Kickstarter attention uh, that uh, is going to launch uh, right before this episode goes aired. Uh, and so it'll be live uh, while you're listening to this, unless it's March, then it, it, it ends at the end of the February. So, so listen in February. <laughs> so listen in February and then go back to the game. If you found this in March, well, you should have been caught up on the backlog. Yeah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, for shame. <laughs> I obviously um, am always up to date on all of the podcasts that listen, I listen to. Listen, I would never, ever let myself fall behind on a podcast because, frankly, that's – let's move on from this topic because I think we're both going to get – the truths are going to come out that I don't think either of us are prepared for. That's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so take a moment and talk to us about the game that we're playing this week. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be playing Tension. Uh, Tension's uh, a two-to-three-player cat-and-mouse game uh, focusing specifically on queer stories in that genre. Uh, It uses touchstones like uh, Killing Eve and Hannibal uh, to tell a fun, messy, uh, murdery romp. Uh, You're speaking my language here. Uh, I like all of those things. I like fun. Uh, which I realize saying it out loud is an odd thing to say that I like, but we'll go with it. I like fun and I like murder and I like I like messy romance. This is going to be great. I've been looking forward to this all day. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, honestly, I say all day, but on, like, I think it's been 
at least a month since you messaged me about this and was like, hey, do you want to play Tension on Party of One? And really, I've been looking forward to this since then. Oh, Jeff, you're so, so nice. So let's get into this and let's make ourselves a murderer and an investigator. And yeah, then yeah. we will play through some messy romance. Mm hmm. So, uh, Jeff, you want to be a killer or an investigator? Um, I don't have a particular preference. Which have you played more or less of, if either? Uh, I mostly play killers. Then I would like to play the killer today. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so, uh, each of us has a character sheet. Um, yes, indeed. And we also have a little worksheet uh, in addition to the character sheet. Uh, and the character sheets are super simple. They just have three pick lists. Uh, so pick your things. All right. I am going to pick, uh, so my type, I'm going to pick, uh, professional and I know it says pick one. I'm going to pick two and pick professional and driven. All right. <laughs> Off to uh, a rip roar and start right there. Yes, indeed. Um, my look is, uh, my look is casual jeans, a stylish haircut, an expensive phone, um, and and bright colors. That is my that is my look. Uh, my name and pronouns. My name is. Uh, let's go with. Let's go with Ashton Craw. Uh, he his pronouns right. and my pattern is. I. I love stickers. Stickers is is an option on the list of patterns, and that is a very evocative, good option, and I love that. Yeah. What were your looks again? Uh, my looks are bright colors, mm -hmm. uh, casual jeans, a stylish haircut, and an expensive phone. Nice. All right. So uh, I'm playing an investigator. Uh, I'm going to be a journalist. Um, I am going to have, uh, dirty glasses, a uh, large cup of coffee, a uh, nervous smile, a uh, bedhead, and, uh, long sweaters. And, uh, my obsession is going to be... Let's go with funerals. A good, a good obsession. Mm -hmm. Saul Michelson. He him. Saul Michelson. I like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Since tension is about uh, queer romances, uh, even though uh, I use she her pronouns, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a boy. All I'm right. I'm here for it. Gay as fuck. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I I feel like if we're if we're if we're if you're if we're ringing the bell, we should ring the bell, right? Hell yeah! All right. So, um, talk us through how we're gonna fill out some relationships. Yeah. So, um, uh, each of us uh, is going to pick one of eleven major arcana to represent ourselves. Then all the other major arcana are going to represent the other twenty characters that are going to be in the game. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Those are those are the only people that matter. They're also the only people that die. Everybody who dies has a name. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to build relationships between all of these characters. And uh, we have that through pairs of tarot cards. Uh, in preparation for this, to make this go a little faster, 
I pulled pa- relationship pairs already for all these okay. different cards. Usually you would take the two halves of the major arcana, shuffle them up, and draw, 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 um, and get all of these pairs. Uh, but instead, uh, we can just go right through. So first off, each of us should pick which major arcana represents our character. Okay, so I've looked through them, and I think I know which one I want Ashton to be. Awesome. I think I would like to make... Do I say this out loud? Yeah. All right, I think I want Ash to be the tower, a calamity that brings awakening. Nice. That ties in very nicely with my... uh, with what I've envisioned in my head as my my murderous pattern and the general aesthetic that I'm bringing, this all feels very nice tied into tied into the role of the tower. I'm gonna have Saul be the star, uh, who is it is hopeful but insecure. Pairs. Okay, so I have a bunch of different pairs of these cards. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm gonna read off the two pairs. Uh, each of us is gonna pick which uh, sort of person is going to embody that tarot card okay. uh, either from the list or write your own if you want uh we'll talk about their relationship very briefly determine whether that relationship is secret uh and give them some names and pronouns if we would like sounds great cool so uh, let's start off with the world and the hanged man so the hanged man is one of mine and the world is one of yours all right so uh the hanged man is insightful but stuck in place uh, and I'm going to have it be uh, my younger sibling. Um, so the world is spontaneous but incomplete. Um, this is uh, a tattoo. This is a a, a relatively famous tattoo artist. Uh, we'll say she, her pronouns. Awesome. How does your tattoo artist friend uh, relate to my younger sibling? Um, I think they are connected... Uh, why don't, uh, I, what, what about if it is like your younger sibling, like works in this, like burgeoning, like it's, it's like kind of taking off. So there's like, not just like tattoos, but there's kind of like a media agency part to it. Mm. So it's kind of this like metropolitan cosmopolitan, you know, big giant loft that's been converted into an office. And, you know, I I, I don't know that we necessarily need to My younger sibling runs social media. That's great. That's very good. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, I'll give my younger sibling uh, he, him. Um, Let's call him Jim. Our tattoo artist's name is D. They, uh, they, she. All right. Just the letter D. Cool. We have Judgment and the Hermit. Judgment is one of yours. How about you start? Um, I will start. So judgment is liberating, but plagued with doubts. Um, I, I'm going to say liberating, but plagued with doubts. I keep, so I, I, I'm going to go with clueless friend here. Okay. I think clueless friend is, is, a, is good here. All right. Uh, the hermit is uh they are wise but so alone and i'm gonna go with uh my dealer uh so does your clueless friend also see the same dealer as me yeah for sure awesome and i think my clueless friend's name is roy roy is uh roy is he she they pronouns and my dealer 
It's going to be named Alice and use they, them. All right. Devil and the Emperor. Emperor is one of mine. Uh, they stand for authority in all its overreaches. Uh, and I'm going to have it be the feds. Hmm. I know a fed for some reason. And I am going to say for the devil, they are enticing and free spirited. Uh, this is, uh, this is an art dealer. Hmm. And they are connected because, as it state, uh, I have a proposal for how they are connected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the uh, as stated in the text of the game, all cops are bastards. I think that this Fed is uh, our artist is our art dealer specializes in 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 modern in like striking modern art, and the Fed hovers around a little too a little too closely to be innocently observing. Hmm. My Fed's going to be named Hank Grand and use he, him pronouns. Great, great, great Fed name. Agent Grand. And my art dealer is named... Well, my art dealer's stage name is Lex Starfire. Yes. <laughs> Lex Starfire, she, her pronouns. Nobody bothered. Nobody Nobody asked what her, what, what her not stage name is. And frankly, nobody should. Exactly. All right, then if we she, have... If she wants you to know her stage name, she'll tell you. Hell yeah. All right, then we have uh, the Chariot and the Lovers. The Chariot's one of yours. Lovers is mine. Uh, for the Lovers, I'll have a childhood friend, uh, and they're in constant, passionate conflict. And the Chariot is courageous and careless. Um, I am going to go with a novice. Ooh. Because it ties into a theme a theme that I've been that I've been I I I feel excited about. I always pick bike my... messenger. <laughs> bike I I so I had to fight the urge to not pick bike messenger off of this list. I I consciously I stare I'm still staring at bike messenger. I don't know if I made the right choice, <laughs> but I'm but I'm 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 pick, I'm going with novice. I definitely play favorites with my own game. That's fair. I, I think I I think we all do, and I think I think. It's, I, I, I think more of us should say it. What if uh, my childhood friend is in like an on-again, off-again thing with your novice? Love it. Uh, and what's your novice's name and pronouns? Novice's name is, let's go, Mark's, Mark's Evergreen. Uh, he, they pronouns. My childhood friend is going to be named Wrench. Let's do Zer. Zer. Right. Uh, then we have uh, the sun and the hierophant. The sun is one of yours. Luminous but arrogant. Um, I am gonna write one in here and be uh, a social media influencer. Nice. An Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with my mentor for the Hierophant. Easily perceptive, but stubborn. So my mentor knows this social media influencer. Uh, our influencer's name is at stars in the sky. They, she. They, she. She will accept stars in the sky, but they, 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 they kind of wish that you would say at stars in the sky. My mentor is going to be named Vicky Gum. She, her. And what card was that? The Hierophant. The Hierophant. 
So how does Vicky Gum know at Stars in the Skies? I guess the I guess my question. Well, is it is it a familial relation or a professional like or a a, a, a not familial relation? So I, I'm a journalist. What if uh, Vicky Gum did a big like profile piece? I love it. That's actually really good. Mm-hmm. What were Vicky's pronouns? She her. She her. Got it. All right. Uh, then we have Death and the Fool. The Fool is one of mine. They are innocent and reckless. Uh, and I am going to go with... What are you doing for Death? Um, Death, I'm going to say... Death is letting go while clinging fast. I... I'm going to go former cellmate. Ooh. So your former cellmate knows my pet. I'm going to say this pet that I have a relationship with is a cat. And that cat's name is Tree Trunk. It's a great cat name. <laughs> yeah. He, him, male cat. Uh, my, uh, I, I, I'm thinking for how the, how our, uh, former cellmate knows your cat. Mm-hmm. Is perhaps uh, this former cellmate, uh, this former cellmate, uh, used to work used to work at a pet store and and gave and and gave you this pet. Ooh. Uh, and then robbed and then robbed the pet store blind. Ooh. We're gonna go Ted, uh, Ted Borger and his and he his pronouns. So I'm going to say this is a secret relationship then. All right. I like that. And also, this is an opportunity. Uh, this is an opportunity to talk safety as well. Because I think this is because this is a, this is obviously a game that we have that that we are valuing safety. Yeah. And we are going through this. Uh, the one thing that I will ask is uh, if this cat is going to suffer or die, that it happen off screen. I don't want to kill the cat. <laughs> All right, fair. Okay, good. So we're on the same page because I also don't want to. So if as long as we're as long as we're cool with putting with acknowledging that and putting it on the table, yeah, great, mm-hmm. good, safe safety at the table in action. Tree trunk lives. Tree trunk lives. <laughs> right. That which is also just good to say to the listener now that we've introduced this tree trunk is gonna tree trunk is gonna be fine. Yeah, do not worry about this lovable cat. All right, great. This is this is good for you. It's good for me. It's good for the listener. Exactly. With right. that, where are we going next? Empress, uh, Empress, and Temperance. <laughs> Those are two words that are a little too close. Empress <laughs> and Temperance. Empress is one of yours. Temperance is one of mine. How about you start? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh... Uh, uh, the Empress is beautiful yet similarly selfish, and I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with dilettante. Ooh. Temperance is a uh, balanced yet fragile, and I'm gonna go with my doctor, or at least a doctor. Uh, my dilettante's name is Melvino. She/he pronouns. All right, my doctor's name is uh, Doctor Reba Hill. She, her. And what was your dilettante's name again? Melvino. M-E-L-V-I-N-O. Hmm. What are their cousins? Cousins, I like that. That's, that feel, I like that. Feels very, uh, it feels very, uh, 
feels like if there weren't a if there weren't a serial murderer stalking around, that would be a delightful sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> in a happier world, maybe Tree Trunk moves in with them and they just they just have like a wacky sort of, you know, Frasier dynamic. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we've got the moon and the magician. The moons want to mine. Uh, mysterious even to themselves. And I'm going to pick my roommate. Mm. The magicians one of yours. And I am going to pick uh, the the magician is creative but manipulative. And I'm going to pick I'm going to pick uh, I'm going to pick my lover. Ooh. So how does my roommate know your lover? Um... Are they former roommates that parted on bad terms? Yes. <laughs> are they former roommates? Are they former roommates that parted on bad terms when my lover moved in with me? Ooh, you live with your lover. All right. Uh, what's your your lover's name? Uh, my lover's name is Tyler Gaines. He his pronouns. Mm-hmm. My roommate is gonna be Hugo Little. He, they. All right. Then we have Wheel of Fortune and the High Priestess. High Priestess is mine. Wheel of Fortune is yours. Wholly unpredictable. I mean, I love a wholly unpredictable assassin. Yeah. That just feels irresistible. One of the other options is Janitor. It is. It <laughs> is. I... Uh, they're... they're you know, I, I I think I am gonna go. I think I want to go janitor. I oh, think shit. like I think assassin is very good, but janitor just has like a very ordinary energy that feels very good. Jeff, you want to tell the people at home what the third option was for Wheel of Fortune? Uh, phone scammer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all very good options. Hey, it turns out this game is good. <laughs> what? <laughs> I definitely had fun writing it. <laughs> I it, it comes across. All right. The high priestess who is sensitive yet secretive is going to be my elderly neighbor. What if your this janitor is my elderly neighbor's child? I love it. And his, and my janitor's name is Rick. He his. Just Rick. Mm-hmm. Who's that? It's Rick. My elderly neighbor is Mrs. Red. She, her. Is Red actually her last name? Who knows? Who's to say? It's been it's been 50 years and no one's asked. Yeah. All right. Now, each of us gets a relationship to one of the cards of the other group. Mm. So, your card, the strength, is going to have a relationship to me, the star. Uh, so strength is passionate but prideful. So I think this is. I love. I love the. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick an option off of here and slightly edit it. Sure. Slightly rename it. Uh, I'm gonna pick your handler, which is to say your editor. Ooh. Okay. Well, handler describes their relationship to you. Oh. So if they could be your handler and my editor at the same time. Oh, yeah. Then that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What's my editor's name? Uh, your editor's name is Rex Vandegard. Yes. <laughs> Rex Vandegard, uh, he, they. Damn. 
good ass. Rex man. has been at this for a very long time. <laughs> All right. And then you are going to have a relationship to my last card, Justice. Often fair, but too quick to judge. Uh, and they are going to be my best friend. My best friend, June Young. She, her. How do you know my best friend, June? Um, June is a, uh, June is a musician. Mm-hmm. And I am a, I am a, I am a, a promoter. Oh. I am a concert promoter. Not wrestling. I've put on a show or two. <laughs> Look, I know you, Jeff. Look, I, I, I can be two things. <laughs> For once, I was not going to be on my bullshit that you pushed me here. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so that is all of the characters. <laughs> all right. Job. I love all of them, and I cannot wait to see most of them to see most of them die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've I've uh, I've I've played attention with some people um, who uh, made a bunch of characters, and then I went, "Okay, let's kill them," and they're like, "What?" I was like, like, "No, "No." sorry, no, I'm ready for all but one of these characters. I'm ready for any one of these characters except for one at any given moment to face a horrible grisly end." (laughs) Sounds fun. All right, so uh, we're using the PlayingCards.io virtual tabletop because um, right now it's the best way to do tarot on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to click a little button. Oh, that doesn't go there. That goes there. Uh, you should draw five cards from that deck on the left. All right. Here. The one thing I've learned about PlayingCards.io, and I'm going to keep this on the episode as a as a disclaimer to everyone is that you should wait until and when you're pulling from a deck you should wait until the other people have all pulled all of the cards that they need from that deck because there is a chance that if you click the thing at the same time you both pull the same card oh my god <laughs> you know that i didn't happened, know that uh, it happened once we were playing uh, we were playing a hidden role game and using like a deck of cards to determine the hidden role, and we ended up with two people playing the hidden role. Oh no! And like it completely disrupted the flow of the game, and by the end of it, people were like, "Ha ha! I was the imposter," and somebody else went, "No, I I was. No, I I was that." <laughs> and suddenly we were like, "Oh, is that why we were so effective and why we were playing the game so well together?" <sighs> well. Yeah. Virtual tabletop shit, more tarot support. That's what I'm going to say. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got our hands of cards. Cool. Awesome. Uh, so let's do the first scene. Let's do it. Cool. So uh, we're going to do the encounter. Uh, just the first scene for the very beginning of the game. Uh, do you have a major arcana in your hand? I do. All right. Uh, pick one and play it. That person's dead. I had the tower and did not realize it. <laughs> All right. You should drop back up to five. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right now I have to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. Because I have multiple major arcana in my hand. Oh, well, this decision has actually been made very easy for me. All right. Where am I? Where, where do I put a dead body? Is it in the sepulcher? Yeah, sepulcher. 
All right. I have dropped the Major Arcana in the Sepulchre. All right. So the High Priestess is dead. Uh, the High Priestess is uh, my elderly neighbor, Mrs. Red. Yes, indeed. So you killed Mrs. Red. Yes, uh, indeed. Talk a little bit about that. Um, I think... Uh, so I think what happens, what we see is, uh, Rick comes in, uh, Rick, Rick lives, Rick, Rick lives or lived with, uh, Mrs. Red. Uh, Rick comes in after a shift, looks around and practically every surface of the room in which Mrs. Red's body is in is covered in band stickers. Wow. Is covered in like band stickers, artist stickers, very hip, urban, modern, you know, like these are all bespoke bands. Bands made a run of 50 stickers and distributed them to your friends. One of them is on every wall. There's one on the lampshade. They're they're all over the place. And over top of a large knife wound, there is a very large sticker. Uh, this is the only kind of store-bought one, and it's just a large smiley face sticker over top of this gaping uh, knife wound. Nice. All right. So then I play a minor arcana for my hand, which determines the tenor of how I sort of first got onto the scene. And I'm going to play the Three of Cups, uh, which represents... Uh, cups represents introspection, yearning, sadness, and connection. So... Uh, I first got involved because my neighbor died. For sure. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm a journalist. I'm going to look into this. I, I'm not going to just leave this to the cops. It's a weird-ass murder with a bunch of weird-ass stickers, and she was a nice lady. All right. So, now that we both have determined this tenor. Yeah. Uh, we have a totally mundane encounter. The two of us. Okay. It'll be short and sweet. On the level of chatting a little in line, washing your hands, something like that. I have a suggestion. Go for it. Uh, what if we are both in the elevator at my mm -hmm. building? I love it. I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think I, I hand you a fly. I think I think the other half of this encounter is I hand you a flyer for some some concert or another. It's it is it is peak it is peak bad concert promotion of just like hey we're having a show check it out mm. oh uh yeah thanks and I keep looking over to see if you're looking at the flyer and like excitedly like half because like this is an excruciatingly long elevator ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really all I say, but I do spend the rest of the ride, like, kind of periodically glancing over to see if you've looked at the flyer. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Saul will sort of look at the flyer a little bit and then just sort of, like, move to go put the flyer into his bag and, like, pull out his phone. Mm. And I think, like, I think even you glancing at it, like... uh even you glancing at it, Ashton, like, beams with a level of pride of, like, he's gonna come to the show later. Like, this is gonna be great. 
And then eventually, like, the door opens and I kind of strut out. And the first, like, person that I see is immediately another tiny flyer is in my hand. Where it came from, who is to possibly say, but another flyer is in my hand. Hey, we're having a show. It's going to be great. Check it out. That, that guy's going to be there. It's going to be great. Oh, um, I guess I'm going to be there. All right. Uh, and both of us go our separate ways. Uh. Each of us should answer the question, what about them is attractive to me? And we're going to answer this out loud. Hmm. I think what is attractive about Ashton, it's like that, like, easy confidence. Mm-hmm. And a good butt. I think Saul... Saul has dimples, but they're not quite dimples that come out. Well, they might come out when when he smiles. It's unclear, but they come out when he furrows his brow. <laughs> and like that is very cute. And also uh, there's a sheepishness to Saul that is very that is very adorable. <laughs> it's it's. It feels a little bit like I could push him around in a fun and sexy way. And both of us then immediately realize who the other is. Mm. I think for Saul, it's getting back to the room, being like, ugh. Then pulling out that flyer one again, being like, oh, what, what was that flyer from that cute guy in the elevator? I should look at that again. And noticing the band sticker, like prominently displayed on the flyer from the band mm-hmm. stickers in there and being like, wait a moment. <laughs> And uh, I realize because I uh, pick up a newspaper from a newsstand and like on one of like the byline on one of the articles is a picture of Saul. And it is like report. It is it is it is crime scene reporting, right? Like Mm -hmm. it is very specific. It is it is undeniable that that Saul is going to to be a person investigating this. Awesome. All right. So now we're going to do our path scenes. All right. Should I draw back up to five? What? Should I draw back up to five cards? Yes. All right. Perfect. Cool. All right. Um, So we go back and forth, flipping one of the cards in the center uh, to uh, begin the scene. Uh, Each of us has access to all of the various moves in the game, killing people, introducing new NPCs, uh, pushing the mood of the scene along, uh, having flashbacks about dead people, and our various playbook actions. Got it. Do you want me to go through those? Yes, please. All right. So, uh, we've got introduce. You play a major card, Arcana, from your hand or your tableau uh, to add a orbiting character to the scene. Okay. If they survive, that card will go into the other player's tableau for them to in- for that player to introduce later. Got it. Then we've got Crescendo, which is where you play a minor arcana from your hand. It adds to or changes the mood and tenor of the scene. Uh, you build on the established scene, but don't be afraid to have surprise twists or comedic turns. Love it. Uh, and uh, uh, Crescendo is played like in addition to an action, right? Got it. 
uh, or or sometimes sort of in response to an action. Like uh, you might do a thing and I might do the crescendo mood to show and sort of display uh, the emotions that Saul has. Got it. Mm-hmm. Or you might, we might be doing a scene and you might play coins, which is about obligation, bureaucracy, access and uncertainty. And it causes Saul's phone to ring and it's his boss. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, each of the suits have uh, uh, different associations with them. I just read out the ones for coins. Uh, cups is about introspection, yearning, sadness, and connection. And I did that in the uh, introduction uh, scene, uh, the encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two suits that we haven't talked about yet are swords and wands. Swords is about misfortune, wrath, decisiveness, and power. And wands is about inspiration, intuition, revelation, and passion. I'm here for it. Yeah. Next move, kill somebody. Discard a card from your hand to kill anyone in the scene. <laughs> you say who killed and them we, and how we they did died. That, we did that in the intro? Yeah. Uh, sort of. We did a version of that in the intro. Uh, usually, uh, we would have a orbiting character out, right? Like, let's mm-hmm. say you had played the high priestess. Yeah. Out. Then you would play another card to Got kill it. her. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. If you're the one that plays the card to kill them, you choose who killed them and how they died. Uh, people don't have to be killed by the two of us. Uh, they People can be killed by each other. Uh, we've got uh, a, a number of people who might do a murder. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to play a card to have me kill someone, I have to agree. Same that makes sense. with the other way around even though you are the killer. All right. Then we have Aftershock. Uh, we can flip a Major Arcana face down in the Sepulchre um, and have a little flashback about that character. Um, and we would sort of describe their presence echoing into the current scene in the form of an object or a memory. Then we have our playbook actions. Yes. Each of us has three specific moves we can do. As the investigator, I can discard a card from my hand to turn the scene into a dream sequence, reveal the truth of a hypothesis, or have my obsessions provide a solution. And I can discard my hand to turn a scene into slow motion, do any petty crime effortlessly, and have my pattern provide a solution. Both of us also have a list of things that we can always do. For instance, I can fidget comfortably, Chase fruitlessly, resist stubbornly, conjecture wildly, indulge obsessively, and laugh nervously. And I can flirt recklessly, brag confidently, blend easily, harm joyfully, monologue endlessly, and lie protectively. We also have some questions that we're going to ask ourselves at the end of either one of these past scenes. Uh, My questions are, is this just some fun still, and why would I ever stop? And my questions are, am I in over my head, and what am I even doing? Love it. Yeah. Very excited. All right. Those are all of our actions that we're going to use for the next seven scenes. A scene is over uh, when one of us has run out of all the cards in our hand. Got it. Mm-hmm. Also, as a reminder, both of us major, major characters don't need to be in the scene. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah. Like we could choose that a scene is 
just focusing on one main character and then decide that it's involving another character later, or maybe they never even show up. Cool. Love it. Yeah. So how about I go first? Go for it. Absolutely. Ooh. All right. So we have flipped up a major arcana. When you flip up a major arcana, that means the scene uh, must involve that character. And they start out in that with that character in the scene. I flipped up the devil, uh, who is your art dealer, buddy. Love it. So uh, does the scene start perhaps with you with your art dealer? Yeah, I like that. I like that. I think it starts out. Um, maybe it's it's. Yeah, I like that. I think it is. It is in her studio or her gallery, and I'm walking around like looking at pieces. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, she like comes up to you, uh, and uh, uh, sort of taps you on the soldier shoulder a little bit, uh, and it's like, see anything you like. And I'm going to play a I'm going to play a card immediately. Yeah. And play a two play the two of wands. Put that in our discard, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to make the scene uh, tied to inspiration, intuition, revelation, or passion. Mm. Uh, and I think what has happened is I have come in. I I have come in. Um, she comes up behind me and says that, and I kind of spin around. And I'm like, everything. I'll take all of it. This is great. This is going to be this is going to be a fantastic festival. Festival? Oh yeah, we're putting on a well it's not really an outdoor festival. It's kind of do they have indoor festivals? Is that a thing that they have? I feel like they probably have them. It's if not, I'm going to claim that I invented the idea, which is I mean, you know, probably a little egotistical, but what's an artist without a little bit of ego? Am I right? And he kind of spins around again to be like, this is I if we're doing this inside, I need it to be as big and glorious as possible, which means I need from you and then spins back around to point like the finger directly, directly like a, a quarter inch from her face, which for anybody else would feel rude. But that's just sort of I think the two of them just have the arrangement where they recognize that they're both going to emote a lot means I'm going to need every single piece that you've currently got in the gallery. Ashton, you are delightful. I try my best. I work very hard to be. Now, I don't want to be a downer. But if you want to buy everything in the gallery, that means you need to buy that stuff over in that wing over there. And uh, I'm playing the Ace of Pentacles because she... Uh, pulls out a bunch of paperwork, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it is it's it's possible to buy all that stuff, but uh, there are some bids in already. You, you're you're a friend, so I I I'd obviously move heaven and earth, but I don't know if you can get everything. <sighs> and I I I step back. And I, I smile for a moment and I'm like, tell, I'm like, hmm, you know how I love when people tell me that things are impossible? 
because it means that it means that when I do them, it makes it way more impressive. She smiles. A bit Are you telling big. me that this is hard to do or that it's going to be impossible? For you, nothing is impossible. <sighs> I wish you wouldn't believe in me quite so much because I feel like it takes some of the shine off of me and puts it onto you, but I'm going to I'm going to make this work and I'm going to uh I'm going to I'm going to smile and I'm going to say go you know Get the paperwork together for any of the pieces that are currently available. I'm going to go wash my hands and hit the restroom real quick, and then we'll we'll meet back up and we'll finalize this deal. I really want to get these pieces out of here today. Sounds and sounds then, perfect. I'm going to discard a card and commit a petty crime immediately and break into, break into some records in the time uh, – quickly and effortlessly in the time that it takes that it takes to get this paperwork together. I have grabbed all of the records of the other people that have taken this – uh, that have, that are that are in line to buy this art. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't have the name of the art dealer written down. Uh, the name of the art dealer is Lex Starfire. Lex Starfire. So Lex comes back with the paperwork, um, and uh, uh, goes. Uh, so uh, ready. Yes, yes indeed. I am I'm I'm ready to ready to do everything that is possible to make this uh this festival great. And I smile and I fill out the rest of this paperwork and uh I'm going to I think I'd like to play a card, okay? To introduce a So when I am playing a major arcana, yeah. I play it in my tableau. Uh yeah. All right, I'm dropping a card into my tableau. Woohoo. Uh there is a memorial service for Mrs. Red and Rick, our wheel of fortune. Mhm. Rick is buying a, a great deal of art out of that wing to 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 create an eccentric and beautiful tribute to uh to Mrs. Red. Poor Rick. Lex uh uh goes, "All right, so some of this stuff is on this sort of short, fast order, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this weird schlubby dude came in and tried to buy a bunch of it. Um, but maybe we can make some calls. I, <sighs> I, Lex, I'm not going to put you in that position. I'm not going to ask that of you. I'm going to, I'm going to say, Give me the pieces that you can right now and we'll 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 make we'll make deal with what we can. I don't want to I don't I want everyone to be able to enjoy art. Okay. Okay. And I throw just the the just really the most the most I'm going to murder someone smile that you can possibly imagine. Lex nods and goes, "Okay. Well, uh Let's fill out that paperwork. All right. And I think as you're filling out that paperwork, as you're nearing completion, uh, your phone rings and it's your handler. Mm. And I, I pause for a moment and I, um, my demeanor changes entirely, right? Like I go from, I go from kind of giddy, giddy and freewheeling to like, 
the smile in my on my face kind of changes to like a little bit faker. Like I'm like I, I change my smile, I change my posture, I pick up the phone. Uh this is this is Craw. Kid. Uh you, you didn't call me back, kid. Uh Where are you? I'm, 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 I'm prepping things for the festival. Old lady dead? Yeah, yes, yes, the old lady is is dead. Okay. And I think on that, I'm going to play another card. Mm -hmm. I think this changes to cups, because I think this changes to, I think, I think once you, once, once my handler... Once my handler exerts that kind of control on it, I think my demeanor changes immediately. Mm -hmm. And it changes from, like, this being this grand passion project to, like, this changes to being way, like, a work call with a boss, like a a check-in, as opposed to, as opposed to a celebration, as opposed to a celebration that I have just done a horrible thing. Well... Any hangups? Uh, no, no. The job went off without a hitch. It, same as it always does, you know, quick, clean. I, okay, all right, all right. I, the thing is, uh, one thing I should... Look, you're going to hear about this on the news. I did... I know we talked about the calling card thing. I did... It felt like a good opportunity. Oh, kid, come on. I just, I, I, you know, I, it's not like it's, it's, it's some, it's some old lady. It's not exactly like it's a, it's not exactly like it's a front page ordeal. You gotta give, you gotta let me get a little bit. You gotta get me, let me have a little artistic flair. Kid, you kill people. That's flair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Listen. Listen. Rex. Okay. All right. I gotta go. I got work. Other work. I got outside of work with you. Work. Whatever. I. I. I have things to do too. All right. Well, I'm great. We all have busy and fulfilling lives. Sure. <laughs> Rex hangs up. <laughs> How many cards do you have left in your hand? I have one card left in my hand. All right. I got three. I think I want to play a card and then take another action immediately. Sure. Because I've got the five of wands, mm-hmm. changes this to inspiration. Uh huh. I'm gonna go kill Rick. Ooh. <laughs> I think that just feels like the moment that, like, all of that feels like the culmination of that scene. Is I hang up the phone. We get a long shot on. We get like a long shot on on Ashton's face, and then the very next shot is is Rick like. 
is Rick like in a in a building some in like an office somewhere stickers every like even more stickers than before like and Rick is torn to shreds and there every single wall is like plastered with stickers it looks like a punk bar bathroom amazing all right end of the scene you get all right the card for my tableau all right draw back up to five yep i'm done drawing all right well at the end of the scene you need to ask yourself some questions you need to ask myself some questions uh my questions are is this just some fun still i feel like the answer might already be no wow feels like it got there real <laughs> you know what i think that the answer is is yes but a different kind of yes i think the answer is a more aggressive and more pointed and more uh more uh what's the word of confrontational yes mm. this is what i do for fun and why would i ever stop well if it if it if it continues to feel like if it felt like work then i would stop I don't ever want this to feel like work. Uh, cool. So uh, reveal one of the seven cards. All right. I will flip this one right here. Oh, actually, the devil also goes to your tableau. So you can okay. play either strength or the devil. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we have the two of swords. So we can either get uh, uh, inspired by the art of the card or in the uh, rule book, we have some scene prompts. Two of swords would be a view across distance with misfortune, wrath, decisiveness, and power. Hmm. I think I'd like this to be a scene with you in it. Yeah. A view across distance. Misfortune, wrath, decisiveness, power. Hmm. All right, I have a big pitch. Okay. A very big pitch. If it's a view across distance, mm-hmm. and it's about and it's about decisiveness and wrath and misfortune, mm-hmm. I mean that sounds a lot like you just you watched what just unfolded with Rick. Yeah, it does. It sounds a lot like that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have all that shot with Rick, and mm-hmm. then the scene transition is the camera pulls out through a window in the room uh, to uh, not through a window, through a bunch of little slats in the door. I am in the closet. Mm. I came to come talk to Rick, saw you hidden the closet. Watched that go down. Yeah. Yeah. So, incredible Saul is in the closet uh and he's got about half of his sweater in his mouth yep um uh and his glasses are askew and he's mostly trying not to scream i mean i kind of i i yeah i kind of want to just up this up this up this immediately. Yeah. We're going to up this tension immediately because That's you the know who the you also you know who you also have a relationship with. Your handler <laughs> is my handler. 
And I think what happens is, uh, I think I call, I think I call Rick now. Ooh. Or not Rick. I think I call Rex now. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can you join me in this office? Can you come by? Uh, Rex goes, you know, I don't go to the scene. Uh, no, this is a, uh, uh, this is new. This is different. Uh, I would like for you to, to come here now. Uh, kid, if, if that's what you need, then how much trouble are you in? Um, I'm gonna, so here's a question. Yeah. Oh, adding to or changing. So this is great because mm-hmm. we're just, I'm just, uh, real like time wise, we're probably going to want to like play through one or two more scenes at most. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit the gas as hard as I can. And Sounds good. Double. Double, double, triple down on, on wands here. Play the ace of wands here and say, uh, well, uh, Rex, I'm going to ask that you come to this officer or I'm going to, uh, this is going to be a multiple, multiple, uh, murder scene because, uh, whoever's, whoever's watching me in a closet right now is also going to get killed. Oh. Oh. And Rex hangs up. <laughs> uh, Saul in the closet <laughs> um, uh, uh, was. Uh, let's say your phone was on speaker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, uh, is having a lot of things go through his head, right? <laughs> so, can I actually throw out any, uh, another suggestion for the sure, phone call? Sure. What if just because it's 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 a move that has a little bit of extra to it, and I think we should be uh, aspiring to extra, and it also explains why Rex immediately knew that this was another murder scene. Mm-hmm. What if uh, Ashton called Rex on one of those giant conference room TV webcams? Ooh, yes, it's like a flat screen TV that you see the uh-huh. whole like conference room. Uh huh. So like we just see Rex's giant face. So Saul sees Rex. Saul sees Ashton. Saul sees them talking together. Saul sees the murder scene. Rex sees Ashton and the entire murder scene. Mm-hmm. And we see this entire three-way dynamic go through, go down immediately. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, and it's just the it's just it's just a little bit. It's just that uh, that level of extra, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play the Knight of Wands. Uh and Saul opens the door. Well, you know I'm here. Oh yeah, you're you 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 take off shirts very noisily. Is that Is that a compliment or uh, what uh, You know it can be. I didn't think of it as such, but I'm not opposed to it being as such. Okay. Um, so, uh, I would like you to not kill me. Um, uh, 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 yes. Um, and Saul just like steps out of the closet finally, uh, leaving his sweater in, uh, in there. So he's just, shirtless um mm-hmm. uh and he walks over and sits at one of the chairs with a big crinkle of stickers mm-hmm. uh 
yes, I would like. And I'm going to play cups here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to change this to a scene about connection. Mm -hmm. And I think I sit across from the across from you at the table, crinkling on another office chair. Oh, um, oh, um, I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, you're you're fine. I I mean, I, I guess technically. Technically, I guess you're a hostage now. Oh. But like Rex is coming, so like you're fine. Like that the the terms of your murder are already off the table. Okay. Unless like other conditions come up later, which I mean, I I'm not I don't want to take off the table fully, but like I'm like mostly sure you're fine. And like if I had to put your chances of living through this encounter, I'm I'm honestly going to say like 80% and you know, that's pretty good. Yeah, Saul's eyes definitely widen at that. Uh, so who's who? Who who is Rex to you? That 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 guy on the screen. Wait, how do you know? Oh, because I said his name. Oh, 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 no, I was. Uh, you said his name like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I'm catching that now. Um, what was uh, your name? Oh, oh my God! Are we? Oh my God! We never. Wow, I can't believe that we never. Uh, uh, I'm Ashton. Hi, how are you? Hi, very, very, very embarrassing. Um, Saul says it's. Saul looks around. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Saul. Hi. Uh, elevator. Yes, elevator. Yeah, yeah. you didn't kill yeah. me in the elevator. Yeah, it didn't. Well, because mm -hmm. I wanted you to come to the concert. It wouldn't have made sense to murder you if you if you didn't come. I mean, I'm guessing you're, I'm, I, if you didn't come, I probably would have, but mm, I don't want to, I also think you're cute and I don't want to necessarily like, you know, you think take I'm you cute. off the table. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to put me on a spot, right. I, and I'm going to play here swords. <laughs> Because uh, I like, I like Miss, I like, there, there's a nice combination of misfortune and power here of like revealing that I think you're cute, but also stumbling over it of like, well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It, hmm. uh, Saul's going to try and take charge of the situation. I'm going to play another right. swords. Well, if I'm cute, couldn't, couldn't you do something for me, you know? Uh... Are, are you asking me out on a date? It, it, it Maybe if you're if you're well behaved. All right. Okay. I'm listening. I like where this is. I like where we're at now. I like this energy that we've got. Yeah. So, um, uh, and Saul's going to sort of sit and turn his shoulders a little bit to like very consciously define his cheekbones because <laughs> mm. Saul mm. realized like this guy thinks I'm hot. And I'm shirtless. <laughs> Maybe I can get out of here. <laughs> so uh, Ashton is remarkably like put together right now. It looks very like calm and stoic. Uh, I think I think as you turn, you see like you just you see as you turn, you realize the only direction you can really turn is towards Rick's body, though. Mm -hmm. uh, Saul is going to look, see Rick's body and. uh I'm going to play the Seven of Pentacles as Saul vomits. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
we now have the obligation that we need to clean that up. Yep. Um, and also, I'm gonna I'm gonna even add to that and play the King of Pentacles <laughs> just to further because I think like at this moment, like, um, I am terribly like i i've lost i was i was keeping a cool like as much cool as ashton can keep and i've just i've completely lost it and i'm like oh no oh no oh the uh, the the oh because of the okay um yeah yeah yeah. i can we can clean this up we can clean this up. shop racks right uh janitor dead shop racks probably uh yeah and like kind of knocks over the thing grabs the mop and starts like really like haphazardly mopping and it's like, okay, sure, this is working. This is good. This is good. This is fine. Saul's head uh, is just against <laughs> the uh, conference room table, just breathing heavily. Oh, God. <laughs> As he starts uh, to sort of slightly chuckle. Uh, well, at least you think this is funny. That's the, For first dates go, that's actually, this isn't really the worst. Really? If you can believe that. Really? You've had first dates that started better than uh, you kidnapped me and... Well, I didn't kidnap you. You you walked in at an opportune moment and hid in a closet. That's not really a kid... Okay, I did call you a hostage. You know, actually... I did. Is this a kidnapping? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Because I'm kidnapping feel- you, and Saul jumps up and tries to tackle you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to uh, play the Queen of Swords. I love it. I love this. <laughs> um, Saul is uh, Saul is is defined purely uh, uh, for uh, just like like it's it's a leftover of 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 years of of being younger and and. Uh, uh, taking a lot more care of his body than he does right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 one of those guys who uh, wasn't very good at sports, mm-hmm. but was in a couple. Um, and so now as he is older, it's just like, uh, he's, he's put on some weight, sure, but uh, uh, he's, still, he's still a little fit. And I think, I think, uh, I think because it is it is a a trope that I like. Uh, obviously, uh, Ashton is a remarkably like competent fighter, mm-hmm. right? Like, is a dangerous person and is incredibly capable of like causing harm. But I love the trope of like of 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 that person that person fighting someone that doesn't have that skill and like trying to just sort of gently like keep gently like keep containing them but very gently doing so yeah so i picture saul like tackles ashton and is like she's like grabbing and trying to like pin down and just periodically like grabbing an arm being like okay uh well okay yeah sure fine that's this uh you have you have subdued me this is fine okay you're gonna keep going we're just um i'm bested You've got me, and is like just quietly like pulling arms aside, and like you know, uh, uh, Saul grabs Ashton's hair, and Ashton kind of like very gently like moves the hand out <laughs> of it to be like, no, okay, you've got, I'm, I'm, I'm bested. You're, 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 a, you're a tornado of raw passion and fury. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Saul definitely begins to tucker himself out. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I think, um, I think I, I think like there's a, oh, I'm playing the last card in my hand and it might, it might, it might be the, it might be the cliffhanger for this particular session. Cause, uh, I think what happens is like, there's a moment where we are tuckered out. You are on top of me. You are shirtless. Uh, Ashton is, Ashton is sort of having playfully like tuckered out. Saul is laying there kind of like uh, adopting an increasingly, uh, an increasingly knowing and playful and intentional helplessness of like, oh, you've got me, you've, you've got me beaten. Like as you, as, as, as Saul tuckers Ashton out and they're just hovering, the two of them are hovering. And Ashton comes in for the kiss and they kiss and like there's like a long kiss. Yeah. And that is the moment when Rex walks into the room. Yes. And that is also the moment that I play my last card and I I look over. I I I look over and I like I gently kind of I, I kind of whisper in your ear. I'm like, uh, you might want to wait outside. Why? It's just for the best for both of us if you wait outside. You're gonna puke again, and frankly, I feel like you probably want to get food in your stomach before you before you do that. It's just it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna get muscle aches. Okay. Saul gets up, <laughs> sort of slips a little. Wait, 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 wait. And I, I throw, I, I run to the closet and I grab your, and Rex is just standing here for yeah, all of this. Just dumbfounded. <laughs> I think just like arms outstretched, like looking like what the fuck is going on? I, I <laughs> there's vomit I, in here. <laughs> I run and I grab your sweater from the closet and I hand it to you. And there's a moment where I'm kind of holding your wrists and I'm like, so I'm thinking maybe, maybe like dinner, like maybe like a proper first date, not really sort of a kidnapping situation. Uh, if you can say no, because you did see a lot, I I wouldn't. Maybe maybe another time, but like I, I this is probably t- it's this is too forward. If you need, to, if you we can talk another time. We I, I'll I'll see you around the elevator, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm in shock. Uh, and Saul fair. grabs That's the fair. the sweater and walks out of the room. <laughs> and I spin around and I kick the door. I do the the my absolute fucking favorite. I kick the door with my foot to close it. <laughs> And it's just like a long shot on on Ashton, like, all right, well, Rex, you're here now. I know that guy. Darkness. Darkness. <laughs> uh, and that scene. Yeah. Do we want to play one more scene or do we want to leave it at that? Hmm. I mean... We could leave it at that. Uh, I will leave it at that because we can also we can also we can also revisit this if you if we you can want revisit to. this. I'd love to revisit this. You frankly, to, now that we're now that we're into it, I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 got a bit of a a, a wind up at the beginning because yep. uh, there's a lot. Of you make all the characters, but yeah, like once we're into it, I'm do. like, this is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Uh. I don't design a lot of games that are uh built for like long form play right mm-hmm. like like most of my games are like heavily focused on one shots and like yeah you can you can do a great one shot with with tension um uh but uh i like really like the possibilities in this game for doing a lot 
of sessions. Yeah, it's neat. I agree. <laughs> There's just so many. Ca- well, we have so many characters in play exactly. that like we haven't even like met that like I would like to revisit this. I'm gonna formally put it on the put it on my radar to to make it so that we can revisit this because this was too much fun to not continue to go for to go to the wall with. Yeah. Uh, well, then for now, we'll leave it at that and we'll call that game. Adira, thank you so much for playing this with me. This was an absolute fucking blast. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, people listening, don't forget, Tension is on Kickstarter. Kickstarter right now. Yeah. Right the fuck now. Uh, right the fuck now. Yeah. You can get a physical copy of the game with a uh, uh, fabulous uh, layout and art from uh, uh, Francita Soto and uh, wonderful editing from uh, Dominic Dickey. Uh, and the, uh, the layout, the layout that I've seen, like the images that I've seen, are so fucking cool looking. <laughs> like they're so outrageously good. <laughs> Francita did such a good job. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want some some great Killing Eve Hannibal fun. Uh, uh, pick up tension you can get a physical copy for 20 bucks plus shipping if you want to pledge a hundred dollars i'll cry on it i'll mop it with <laughs> mop my tears with it <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a little poem a whole, all sorts of things love it all about it uh but real quick before we wrap up where else can people find you and your work online yeah if if you want to find the other stuff that i do uh follow me on twitter at adira slattery um uh Go to adira.itch.io for all my other games, uh, or uh, just Google the words Adira Slattery, and you'll find me. All right. And well, thank you so much for playing this with me. I had the best fucking time. I cannot wait to pick this story up again very soon. But for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, Fast Me. And thanks again to Adira for coming on the show. That game was... God, that game was too much fun, and I really cannot wait to revisit it because I feel like there are so many more stories to tell inside that story that, like, I can't wait. This game was an absolute blast. Go back tension on Kickstarter. Go get your copy. Make it a reality. Uh, This game absolutely positively rules. Uh, Like I said uh, at the top of the episode, the layout that I've seen is beautiful. The game itself is super fun. Like I said, go to the show notes, grab your link, go back the game. Uh, It is fantastic. And be sure to follow Adira on Twitter at Adira Slattery. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash Party of One Merch. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us nice iTunes or Podchaser review. Consider leaving us some nice comments on social media. Give us some love. Tell a friend about the show. Anything that helps us grow bigger, better, and lets us do cooler things. You can also support us financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Or you can check out the other podcast that I produce every single week, All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, in which every week, my best friend Aaron Gatano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming on the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. I think that's all I've got. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always... 
Party on, everybody.